Begin Podfix Network transmission in 3, 2, 1. 30 seconds and counting. Astronauts report it feels good. T minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running, liftoff, we have a liftoff. You're listening to It's Not Rocket Surgery on 98.9 Northwest SM. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. Reporting the roll and pitch program. Not a proper heading. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good evening. <laughs> Trying something new, are we? <laughs> you know, it's worth a try. Yeah. Did the headsets work? Mine did. <laughs> you weren't wearing them, so. Good evening, welcome to It's Not Rocket Surgery here on 98.9 Northwest FM Science, Technology and Geek Culture on this Sunday, Sunday the 19th of June, 2022. The show is It's Not Rocket Surgery. It is. It is, episode 318. <laughs> you look like you weren't sure then <laughs> and was waiting for yeah, some confirmation. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Happy to help. Uh, in the stu- <laughs> in the studio with me, Vado, for this mad capped show that will be episode three hundred eighteen of It's Not Rock Surgery here on nine eight point nine Northwest FM on the nineteenth of June, twenty twenty two at ten thirty. Is in a balmy, balmy, warm in here. Win- winter's night. I believe the word is now hot. Hot. Yeah. It's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. <laughs> I already have. Oh, I shouldn't let the audience know oh. that. <laughs> We're all friends, and I apologise for those mental images. So we'll talk about some of that later on. Uh, um, in the studio with me, Vlado, for this show. Uh, Tony, how you doing? I'm doing good. Spur Wars. Spur Wars? Yeah, it's my Fort Worth uh, uh, T-shirt. Now, now. Yeah, Spur Wars, Fort Worth. Mm, yeah. I see. <laughs> It's it's a T-shirt. It <laughs> was on the top of the washing pile. I got distracted. Which I, sorry. Which I did get from Fort Worth mm. at the stock house. Well, that's right. It's authentic. It's authentic. Yes. Authentic. Uh, if T-shirts can be authentic, well, I'm sure. Yes, they can be because I've I've been to a concert where people are selling T-shirts at half the price of what you buy on the inside, and now I'm sure they're not authentic. Ah, the knockoff. The knock-off. U two ones. Mm. Yes. yes. I didn't yeah. say you two. I just said a concert. They, they, they have me as well on them. Uh, me as well. That's right. <laughs> That's right. There's something not quite right with these t shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Bano? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Sledge. <laughs> uh, also in the studio for uh, this crazy ride, Andrew. How you doing? Hello. Hello. I am good. It's been, it's been a while. Yes, I think, what, four weeks, five weeks? Uh, May 8th 
you know, but mm. we've been doing this like every two or three weeks anyway because <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's been a little sporadic it lately. Is, you know, it's that yes. time of year and there's COVID going around and, you know, we're getting old. I'm old. I'm tired. Oh. And CBF kicks in after a while. Mm, so. CBF. Is that is that the next uh, Korean boy band? <laughs> That's it. Because <laughs> BTS have retired. That's right. We're BTS again. Yeah. <laughs> CBF. <laughs> We should do that. We should we should be a, a fifty year old boy yeah. band, or not? <laughs> <laughs> not CVF. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, they wonder why no one uh, why the band never shows up to the concerts. It's in the title, man. <laughs> You're not supposed to care. That's right. So how's it been? Uh, yeah. You yeah. Know? Um. Yep. Do you know it's been cold. Mm. It's been uh, very encouraging of staying in <coughs> or near a warm fire mm. kind of thing. So it's pretty. It's hard to go out and about mm. to do stuff, which explains why we've been doing it every two or three weeks. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we've got lots to talk. To, lots to talk about. We didn't have a show last week. Tony and I were here last two weeks ago, um, but we got. Yeah, science, technology, and geek culture, as we it always promise. It has always continued. We always promise. So we've got uh, in, in the, the things I promised on, on Facebook and on Twitter, we're going to talk about uh, uh, sentient AI. Yep. Are Supposed, we, are we going to talk about sentient well, you know, AI? The, the no, story we're allowed that, to talk story, about it. The story that was uh, all over the, uh, the news. The interwebs. We're not um, saying it happened. <laughs> we have an update on uh, AI art. There's mm-hmm. another... So this has mm. been uh, this is almost a Musk-like section session <laughs> section of the AI show. art. AI art. It sounds like an AI called art. <laughs> <laughs> Ask art. What's happening? I don't know. Uh, CBF. <laughs> <laughs> I just got this picture of somebody. It's like a computer with a, a um a what's his name? John Ross. Was it John Ross? John Ross with a big afro. Yeah, afro. Oh! A computer with a af- John Ross. There he goes. Happy little trees. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Bob Ross. Not yes. John Ross. I'm thinking, Not who John is Ross. this John <laughs> no, no, Ross we're you're talking, talking about? about? We're talking about Bob Ross with his happy little trees. That's right. John was his lesser known, bro- known brother. Yes. He, no, he, he was the guy behind the camera. He couldn't paint it for shit. Yeah. Or Rob. Or Rob Ross. Or Rob Ross. Rob Ross? Yeah, he kept eating himself. Rob Boss? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mythology jokes. You know, yes. they go down well with the right audience. <laughs> <laughs> you know our audience. Uh, uh, so, um, so uh, those two AI stories, um, we also will talk about... Um, James Webb Space Telescope. Yes, as we have wanted to do of of late. We're going to talk, talk about Uranus again. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's a bit pale. Hasn't any, been out in the same. Any opportunity to talk about Uranus? We'll talk about it because it's just that kind of planet. That's right. It just keeps <coughs> on giving. Um, we've got uh, the fastest growing black hole. Yep, fastest growing black hole. Black Which hole. Uranus a, black holes. I've, I've got a query here. I mean, we've mm. been seeing black holes for all of like what? 10 minutes? 70s, I think. You know, relatively speaking, yeah. in terms of the time frames we're talking about yep. here. Mm. And somehow, we've it's like, I, I blinked as something came past me and I went, that's the fast one. Well, it's <laughs> the fast one we've found so far. Yeah, so far. Well, given that we you know most galaxies have a black hole in the middle of them now, and we've uh, looked at quite a lot of them, yeah. Um, we've got so our little radar gun out there and went, yep, that's it. Write that number down. You're speeding. So you're speeding, son. <laughs> Um, we've got uh, 
human skin on robot fingers. We've got hairy rhinos. Um, <laughs> we've got they're not euphemisms. Are they connected? Um, dinosaur belly buttons. This is all getting weird. Um, and you know, man versus horse in a race. Who would win in a race between a man and a horse? Depends oh, on what the it, nature of a, the race was. Is it about uh, endurance or is it about speed? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Perfectly cromulent answer that no. doesn't help. Well, every race is about both. No, it's not. No, it's not. Sure it is. No. No, because once you get past a certain point, it can't be Ah, but there's speed. the point you have to get to. So you have to And endure- then it's purely about endurance. You have to endure to that point, though. <laughs> anyway, anyway, next... Uh, and chores. We're going to talk about childhood chores. Oh. How apparently they make you better. Personally, I think this is released by the Parents and Teachers <laughs> Association. Is. Absolutely. I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, and look, we'll play some songs. We'll, we'll, we'll take um, messages from people. If you want to be uh, one of those people who messages, you're more than welcome to. Uh, just Facebook us or Twitter us at R-C-K-T-S-R-G-R-Y. That's Rocket Surgery. With no vowels because vowels cost more. That is true. Um, this is not Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> this is not Wheel of Fortune, and I am not Steve Harvey. Um, and, you know, heaps of stuff. Heaps of stuff. Um, I don't know how well Jazz is going to behave. Who knows? We'll just play it as it comes. Play it we'll, it be comes. Play, we'll be playing songs and ads. We can't guarantee what we know what they are. No, we don't. No or that they will come out to there, the interwebs. There are no guarantees anywhere. Do we even know if we're going out to the interwebs? Um, please let us know if we're actually coming, if you're hearing us. You know. Is there anybody out there? Mm. Otherwise, you'll all be catching this uh, after the in, fact. In podcast form. On, in podcast. Which, actually, I've broken a rule I haven't broken for about six years. Ooh. Oh, really? I have not put out a podcast before we actually made a new one. Oh, so oh, the last one hasn't gone out. Know. But then you were so far behind that it kind of encouraged you to, mm. like, you know, just hurl podcast after podcast out into the void. I'll, I'll rectify that. But CBF is obviously <laughs> here as well. Well, it's, 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 uh, You're on a steady dose of CBF. That's just but too, too much on, on the uh, to-do. Um, yeah, it is, it is 10.40. This thing's not giving me station breaks, so we might do a song. And then station. And we'll break. come back and we'll do the. Uh, we'll, I'll we'll we'll start with some news. We'll, we'll start with some news. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, uh, let me get what, get up a song. Yes, we don't know if we're going to like have a smooth transition here, so I'm just going to fill. While I'm going to assume he doesn't. Do. You're going to what? I'm going to assume that it isn't. Yes, so, and so, so we'll just keep talking until suddenly the music starts over the a, top a, of about us. anything in particular, or yeah. you're just going to ramble. You're going to. Given past history, I suspect rambling will feature strongly in it. Wait, we've never actually <laughs> spoken about anything particularly. No, no. Uh, That's what you're telling me. Without a topic to like focus on, then rambling is a definite, uh, definite possibility. I I find that hard to believe. What I think is going to happen is Vlado is going to manage to get a song going. Or an ad going before we actually find a topic. Yeah, that's probably a, a, a distinct possibility looking at the way he's sort of like pl- pushing at buttons and twirling at dials. I, I like your work, guys. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. We'll be back soon. <laughs> that's not working. <laughs> so it looks like we have to fill more. <laughs> yes, fill, filling more. <laughs> See, the, you, you this is faith. our experience. You believed in. it. Well, I did pause long enough for him to, you know, try. Oh, no, he looks like the tech guy now. He's plugging things in, wiggling things. 
making things Checking show buzz. that each of the buttons are in the right spots. And we're back. Yeah, that was Pomplamoose with uh, Jamiroquoi Bee Gees mashup. Ooh, very nice. Pratt in the hat. Pratt in the hat. As in... Jamiroquoi. Richard Pratt. <laughs> He did those video cuts with the hat. What, what makes him a prat? I don't know, because it rhymes. Ah, he's not a cat. Well, he's not a cat. No. He's not fat. No. No, he's quite thin. <laughs> so, you know, you can just cast aspersions on his character. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it looks like I've got this, got the things working, the technology working. So how about we uh, do some of the uh, stories? What do you reckon? Stuff. Stuff. Do it. What category are you starting? Well, we... Let's start in, in, in MISC. In random. Is it miscellaneous? You know, and stuff happening. We don't normally start in MISC, so you well, usually we get short shrift. We, we, we normally do. start with random stuff at the start. Or like or sometimes. Valets. Valets and, and something. Yeah. There are no valets that I'm aware of. Nobody's died. Oh, come there. on, people. No. Keep up. It's been a <laughs> good, good week, I think. <laughs> All right. Well, a good couple actually, of weeks. I say that, and then I see the first story, which is a story about uh, uh, gun violence in America. So not a good one. No, not a good one. Um, but it was... A thread that, um, for some reason, I've broken the link. So I'm you have. So just give us a sketchy outline of what right. it is that you want to talk so, about. Uh, there have been a lot of conversations about um, gun violence and legislation in the US and how... Um, Even the piss week, uh, completely watered down, won't stop a single person from doing a terrible thing. Correct. Gun laws can't even be agreed upon Correct. between the two major parties. I, know, there's, I guess there's, there's some hope. As everyone looks at each other going... Oh, you know, this is really difficult stuff. It's like, no, this is really weak as water stuff. Yes. But there was a there was a uh interesting thread on here that on on Twitter that um I, I tried to capture. It says this mm-hmm. morning I wanted to extend my deep my most devout prayers and deepest thoughts to the victims of the bear maulings at the Heritage Village Retirement Community <laughs> and their friends and loved ones. This is a terrible and senseless tragedy that could have been avoided. And then basically talks about if if bears you, you replace bears with guns. Mm-hmm. Well, they're allowed to arm bears. Correct. And bears yes. are allowed, they're, they're right. Yeah. They have the right, right to their arm arms. Mm. So, um, but basically, if this was the case, there wouldn't be the same. Uh, it depends. It depends on what? If there was a giant bear breeding program, and it was in the Constitution. And it was in the Constitution, and uh, this program required every family to have access to a bear. Mm hmm. Yes. They could if they wished. Mm-hmm. And you could have as many bears as you like because yep. the Constitution does not restrict you from owning bears. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think the Constitution does restrict you from owning bears. Yes, but it, imagine <laughs> that there was actually an amendment in there that said positively that the government may not pass legislation to restrict your access to bears. It's a bear for everyone. It's the open wind for your bears. A yeah. bear for you and a bear for you. And you can have as many of them as you need, far beyond the need for you to like mm. need them for self-defence. Well, and there was you, an actually self-defense against a bear, <laughs> and there was actually a, see no the solution to a bad person with a bear is a good person with a bear apparently, well, or a good bear to yeah. go against a bad bear. Oh, so that's what Grizzly Adams was about. That's right. Yeah. He was, was a good. A, he was a good man with a bear. So, so it was just a hidden metaphor for the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> the entire show. But the thing is, so <laughs> you basically uh, summarise well what the, this the uh, the article talks about. Is basically, well, the the freedoms would require pe- every retirement home to have a guard who has tranquilizer guns to take down the bears if should they 
Why? Well, because. Why is he allowed to shoot the bears? He's allowed to shoot the bears? No, he's not. That would infringe upon people's possession of bears. He said tranquilize them. Just give him a sleep. Not, yeah. Yeah. No, no harm, just, just will, no come harm will come to the bear. No, no, just night, night bear. Ah. Mm. So, but anyway, so this, this was <laughs> this was a uh, an attempt a, attempt to highlight the absurdity of it all. Correct. Um, and look, it came up in um, a couple of my other podcasts that I listened to is ninety nine percent invisible. The um, constitutional law, Trump. Um, what Trump can teach us about con yep. law, and uh, basically they're talking about basically the the Second Amendment, in terms of... Um, I love the fact they only talk about the part of the Second Amendment that they like, and they always forget the, no, the, no. The, the writer at the beginning. But this is because of the Supreme Court coming down in as late as 2007. The so first bit didn't Something about a comma or a full stop yeah, or the, something the, that like uh, this, changed this the meaning of it. has multiple commas in there. So basically the Supreme Court had this massive argument, which is recorded. You can actually about hear it what, arguing what over it and, and then basically saying whether it's the people or whether the militia and basically Anto, Ant, Antonin Scalia came down as the majority opinion writer. So is this an Oxford comma or a... Common comma, you and, know. And it was only in 2007 that the Supreme Court ruled on the Second Amendment as to whether it was mm. actually a person's, individual person's ability to own, uh, right to own a gun. Or uh, only or, he could own said or she as part of a re- well-regulated yeah, militia. Correct. So it all came down to commas because it's actually a really badly written yeah, no uh, shit. clause. Well, yeah. just, just in English grammar. It's a badly written yeah, course. Yeah, you start it, you're not starting with the, the point of the sentence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, there are like like five subjects and, and uh, well, eight subjects and five because whatever else. Because everyone who, who wrote, wrote bits of that thought that they were the uh, God's gift to law-making. Mm, founding fathers. Well, you know, it was back in the day when they, you know, spelling wasn't a thing either. So, you know, that... Uh, uh, yeah, it predates English Webster, grammar, it predates... Yeah. Uh, Col- uh, not Coleridge, uh, Johnson. Yeah, yeah, it was Jefferson who said a uh, man couldn't spell a word three ways is is uh, basically illiterate. <laughs> right, so that, that was... Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I heard another... Uh, like, like, a lawmaker. At what point do you go, you know what? There is a bullshit lawyer way of looking at something and there is a common sense way of looking at something mm. uh, it depends on what you want that's right and, no but regardless of what you want like if, if you if, if we were talking about the right to have ice cream mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. let's let's take out bare arms and put in right to have ice cream yes there isn't a right to have ice cream would there be any confusion about what the, the subject matter was? I don't know if you're gathering ice cream as a part of a well-stocked militia or whether you're doing it as a person. Like, people, people would look at it and go, all right, it's ice cream. It's an object. It's, it's not... Um, th- there's no metaphor for ice cream. Yeah, but the thing is, it's... It, well, well ice cream I don't know where you've been. Ice cream, <laughs> ice cream doesn't have the political connotations. Exactly, that, that that's what I'm saying. ...have been... It, like we've had the climate wars and and the gun wars is is, is ba- has a, no. a the gun wars, the gun wars. a lot gun of wars, wars. These days the, the, the po- politicization the part of, p- making this a partisan mm. political political thing is, is and the it's issue. only come about from from two groups for the same reason like that they they essentially they politicized the NRA mm-hmm. because they wanted to get the gun manufacturers wanted to well the NRA reduce politicized themselves. 
But this was back before, like, there was a period of time when the NRA actually represented responsible gun owners. Yeah, it, was yeah, about, it was about hunting. It and has not exactly. been that way for a while. No, because funnily enough, the... Uh, I think it was the 70s. Yeah. They, the, yeah. And that they was, got a that new was, leader who went, oh, it's all about guns. Before well, that, they weren't. I can get cash from gun, gun manufacturers if I uh, advocate on behalf mm. of unrestricted gun yep. ownership. Yep. And the Republicans went... Well, the people who would like to hear this on unrestricted gun ownership happen to neatly land in our mm-hmm. voter pool. Mm-hmm. So, we will be pro-unrestricted gun ownership. Yes. And I get it from the crass monies, dollars, you know, like dollars and votes uh, bit. But at what point do uh, responsible public officials go, you know what, it's not about the money, it's not about the votes, it's about safety? I think you responsible government officials is, is an interesting uh, I know. term to start I know. with. I know. But, you know, there's a lot of... It's you like you've had noticed, your fun. ...partisanship <laughs> and, um, you know, not terribly logical arguments in a lot of things yeah. not just guns but but I heard one of the, the lawmakers the other day who got uh, absolutely slammed he goes oh 9-11 happened and we didn't stop planes and people point out yeah have you been through the TSA checkpoint have you seen <laughs> who's right. on a no-fly list have you you know we restricted access to, to a the lot answer of to a bad plane is a good, good plane, plane. <laughs> So what it should have been is like uh, on the good plane has to crash into well, the bad plane yeah, to protect it, the building. Was it Air Force One where the where the plane goes and takes the shot of the missile for the president's plane? Yeah, like a Secret Service agent diving in front yeah. of the plane. That's what you need. <laughs> that was a good plane. <laughs> um, so look, another podcast that was uh, was covered the topic of guns and the gun uh, Supreme Court's take on the gun law. Um, the, the Second Amendment. Um, Vox did a, uh, a look back at a story that um, Vox Media uh, reporter, uh, journalist, did when he was at um, New York radio station. So, yeah. some good stuff happening as a result of the most recent num- gun violences that are happening in America. So, it's. But at least the, what is different this time is now they have. Uh, somebody, a group of people, which include ten Republicans, who are willing to look at this. I thought so they walked away over the weekend. They did, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, all right. They, they, they said, "Oh, look, there, there goes hope." <laughs> <laughs> well, they were talking about um, they essentially uh, the the lead negotiator from the Republican side, John Cornyn, I think his name is. I'm prepared to be wrong, um, and he said that well. He comes from a state that doesn't have red flag laws mm-hmm. and he wanted funding for other things because, like, well, I'm not going to get red flag laws. So why – like, getting money for red flag law uh, – to support red flag law legislation mm-hmm. in countries or to support people doing, you know, mm. like Buying administering – Yeah, all those administering things, that. Yeah. Because the idea of red flag laws, is, from what I understand very briefly – again, I could be wrong – is if you get red flagged, they tem- temporarily – Take possession of your weaponry. Mm-hmm. Not you're not. Uh, you're not blackballed. No, there's nothing in there that's a ban, mm. which could co- be challenged constitutionally. Mm. It's literally a case of for your own safety, where temporarily uh, yeah. looking after your weapons for you. We've immobilised you for a little bit. Yeah. Um. 
I don't know how long that would last in any country where as litigious as uh, yeah. the US is. Um, and and that was one of the sticking points where he wanted money for different things because right. they want the, they still have got this idea that people who do this are loopy. Mm-hmm. Worse, or it's video people games who do this are um, are obviously loopy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, but <laughs> you've you've basically removed any other option. And 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 the thing is is like I've seen it time and time again. The rate of mental illness isn't necessarily that different in the United States to all the other countries, but the, all the other countries don't have the problem that the United States has. And the one factor that the United States has that all the other countries don't have is the num- unrestricted access to fire, the level of gun ownership. Mm. That's right, so. and, and assault weapons. That's and, right. Yeah, weapons that have capacities way beyond. But I mean, from what I under- again, the last few times this uh, topic has come up because um, it comes up fairly regularly, sadly. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the gun deaths in the US aren't from these things. Mm-hmm. They're from um, partners murdering partners. Self-harm. Or self-harm. Yep. So, um, and the problem, of course, is it means it's not that the suicide rate is any higher in the US than anywhere else, mm. but by having access to lethal implements, mm-hmm. like... Very quickly, fatally lethal instruments. Yeah. Uh, people tend to die from gunshot wounds very quickly and all the other forms of suicide very slowly. Yeah. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, this is where the homicide, or so the, the, the death rate is. Yeah, so I think I was saying that 50% of gun deaths in America are, are accidents um, or suicides um, along those natures. Yes, right they're, they're like one victim or maybe a couple of victims, mm. certainly below the threshold mm-hmm. of a mass shooting. Yep, but the... Um, it just does a lot. But most harder. studies show that if you do restrict guns, you actually re- reduce suicides. For that reason, for because, right? you know, um, it's a lot harder to die immediately from pill overdoses and uh, yeah. opening up your wrists. Um, another interesting thing I saw actually on TikTok was somebody who actually went through uh, donations to um, senators um, um, and congressmen, I think it was, and basically did a, there was a very strong correlation between the rate of gun violence uh, in the state and the level of, um, of donations from gun lobbying groups, NRA included, to those state senators. It, it was, yeah, extremely high. Correlation, yeah, and you have about eighty percent of the actual voters mm-hmm. wanting some form Correct. of gun. They want it regulated. They're not saying regulation. Take away. Yeah. Uh, we we just we want it more. The problem sensible. is when it was written. I mean, my my personal belief is if you p- took out the Second Amendment because mm-hmm. you can remove amendments. Well, that's right. It, and it, you rewrite it, it so that it actually makes sense and is current with modern sensibilities, and then you repass it. It, the fact yeah, that it's a luck. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not saying it's a uh, a likely outcome. I'm just saying, why be mm-hmm. hamstrung by the? Why be hamstrung by poor wording, when you uh, can essentially pull it 
be, rewrite it, because the, consti- it the constitution has become everything. the constitution has become a religious document where people there are, there is no error in the constitution except the fact that except the very the fact it's want. called an amendment yeah, that's, right. that's right exactly yeah. indicates but it's not the thing that was the the annulments clause for example <laughs> <laughs> true the first amendment clause mm. uh, it um, works when you want it to work and yeah. it doesn't fourth work fourth amendment you don't I don't hear anyone uh, which is the right to a free press. Hmm. Well, and again, no, it doesn't stop uh, people from passing laws on uh, infringing that. That depends. Are you part of the lamestream media? <laughs> well, this is the question. It's like, should it? If, if, if we take the attitude that uh, seems to be prevalent in the Second Amendment, anyone who produces content for another to consume is a media provider. Yes, but I think that has been to the Supreme Court, and they've decided no. But again, like, because under what grounds do we we do we do because we take people that? in robes get to make the decision which is which, which means that ultimately the Supreme Court is responsible oh. for both gun deaths and the suppression of uh, free speech in their country. Yeah, and as such, is a uh, is not doing its job. No, they made money free speech. Money equals free money. Speech. Yeah, money. Yeah. Money speech. Ah, so money speech. Money is speech. Yeah. So hence why donations are equated to use. I'm waiting for someone to sue the Supreme Court. Like, surely at that point the system bursts. I think they may rule that that's not possible. (laughs) But then surely that's a conflict of interest. Yes, but we've seen them not remove themselves from conflicts of interest before. I'm just saying, if you want to burst the system... Yeah, it won't burst the system. 11.03 here on 98.9 Northwest <laughs> FM. We have gone a half hour and we've only on covered one topic. One topic. This is a record. This has to be a record. Let's move on. We've, we've rolled let's up, let's Andrew. Let's miscellaneous <laughs> before we go to a station break and a song. How about... Um, so, uh, physicists have uh, d- discovered um, a new, never-before-seen b- never particle sitting on a tabletop. Well, it wasn't <laughs> sitting on a tabletop. It was, in a, it was in a tabletop-size experiment. Uh-huh. Would you like to explain that to our viewers, <laughs> well, what that means? Imagine an experiment and you made it the size of a tabletop. <laughs> Is that what you wanted explained? A little more than that, a little more than that. Uh, so, um, a, a new particle... Uh, which they're calling the axial Higgs boson, mm-hmm. um, and they've got possibly dark matter. But, you know, <laughs> every new thing's possibly dark, dark matter um, has been discovered. So the axial Higgs boson, Higgs boson gives mass objects mass, which we right. only detected for the first time in 2012. Yep. Yeah. Well, we it had been predicted to exist. Yeah, yeah. it's been in the... And they found And, and in 2012, they had a giant uh, thing the size of several countries whizzing around billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. We Boom. found the Higgs found boson. So yeah. this is another particle about the size of a Higgs boson. That's You know, they, they're calling it the axial Higgs boson, mm-hmm. and it's about magnetism. Right. Right. Um, but it was discovered on someone's, uh, you know, in a university who made an experiment the size of about a table. So... Not quite. It wasn't just lying. Technology there. needed so, so. to um, come up with this. Uh, so we'll now, probably is this a case of uh, they're going to check it in oh, a much, 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 I'm much sure larger they're, environment? They're, they're, they they're going to check this in a num- number of things. Um, you know, or pa- pa- is this like cold fusion? This, this was a student experiment. The student went to the professor and went, oh, look, this looks like... And the professor got, oh, yeah, right. Everyone says that. Oh, look. <laughs> Look, I think you're right. Well, <laughs> and, I haven't and, got a good explanation for... And, and so this is uh, 
So it's being published in Nature and, or so do you on, this on the Nature got their, site. Uh, so PhD or I, I imagine was. when it gets, well, I don't know if they're a PhD candidate. I know they might have been a first year with with the with the Meccano set. I don't know. <laughs> um, See, if I was a conspiracy theorist, I'd think that someone just left the component there on the table, tabletop experiment, you know, just walked into the lab and said, yeah, it's time for you. Yeah, the aliens have decided it's time for us to know about this. So they yeah. just left this component on the students. So, uh, so it's a, a team, Boston, Boston College in the US, so, you know, not even one of the, the, the big names. You know, MIT down the road are probably kicking themselves. <laughs> no, as I said, it's all aliens, man, aliens. Uh Quantum excitation in a room temperature tabletop experiment. Uh, yes. So uh, they're published in Nature, so it means it's been fairly well checked for what it is. No, no, Nature. Nature's hard to publish it. It's a, it's a yeah, yeah, top but publication. It's like, but it means that what will happen now is that it will be checked to within an inch of and its life. Checked within an inch of its life. Yeah. And that would be very cool. So what does this particle mean, Tony? As our resident quantum physics expert. No, no, you're now the resident quantum <laughs> you've physics You've read the book remember, about it, Doug. Remember we, uh, we made that. Yes, Look, as, we, as I discovered, you gave up on the book you recommended to me two-thirds of the way through. Something like that. But discovering new, new uh, models outside the standard model, because the standard model of physics tells us how particle works, particles work. Yes. It's quantum scale, which doesn't necessarily connect to macro scale. Right, there's a disjoint there. So, so they know that there's a, when we, talk, we we, we know point, that the standard model is not complete, yeah. right? So Well, so, we see properties that occur at the standard model level that we don't well, see in yeah. the real world. And, and gravity is a big one there, right? Yeah. Gravity is not in the standard model and it's obviously something that affects us in the uh, macro yes. world. So unifying that, you know, grand uni you need to make discoveries that change the standard model and this would be one of them because this is do not an item predicted this, by the standard model all right well do you think this would give insight potentially into why matter attracts to matter given no that's magnetism so maybe not okay but uh but the fact so the that higgs boson does it, it talks about more mass right yeah but mm. ma ma matter of mass attracts to mass there's a gravitational gravity. field between them possibly that, that that idea that the you know you, you, you have a field enough, and you have particles in enough fields enough bits of nothing together that uh, it becomes something and therefore it starts to attract to it. Well, you know, there are people who suggest that gravity doesn't exist, yeah. that it's a it's a emergent property of something else, yeah. right? So you don't necessarily all the systems engineers go yay. <laughs> <laughs> have to have a a, a particle. To, to do that. Yes, yeah, the idea of uh, an analytical model that essentially is broken down and broken mm. down and broken down and broken down to its component parts. Yeah. But from each component part, if you put it together, you don't get anything else. You That's just right. get the sum of the parts. Yeah. It's the Lego problem, you know. You don't <laughs> want to build your, thing, your kit and then yeah. discover that you've got three pieces left over. That's right. You don't be, want to work, walk through the halls in the middle of the night with bare feet and step on a Higgs boson. Exactly. So It's the same as Lego. Yeah. I like how you looked at Flora. <laughs> like, <I'm>, <laughs> <laughs> Flora has lots of kids. I'm, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming there's a bit of Lego uh, absolutely. that gets laying and around the, the house. And, and have you experienced this Higgs boson moment? Oh, yeah, Higgs boson before. But at the Higgs moment, boson. I've been trying to take uh, Higgs bosons out of a dog's mouth because it's going under the, <laughs> under the bed, stealing any Lego there. Yep. So, yeah, so cool. 
Let's uh, let's uh, see how Sit that one. Sit back and watch and see if people can. Did you predict this watch year that the standard model will be broken? I think I predict that every <laughs> year, so but I, I, I mightn't have this year because <laughs> I think I got my particle up last year, so I didn't uh, go for a new particle this year. Did want to go to say well twice. It would sound repetitive. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the you know yeah, it's a it's a safe bet. We we're finding new particles. Mm-hmm. Well, we're getting better tools online, and we're using well. This is them a tabletop more thing. More. But yes, but those those tabletop tools are then influ- are influenced by what is now possible. Well, I think it was quite surprising that you found it on that thing because usually you That's have to scale. produce high energies to, mm, to to see these things. to find these new and new particles. It's about. Maybe that's our problem. Running things at higher and higher energy. Maybe it is. Maybe our obsession <laughs> with, well, we have to hit it with a bigger hammer is what's needed in order to be able to see it. And that's left an entire field of experiments uh, on essentially in the garbage can. We're just breaking things now. Yeah. Yeah. Like if we assume that dark matter is, say, everywhere. Well, that's the thing. You that, would expect if it was dark matter, you should have, like, indicated off the chart. Yes. <laughs> Did you say Darth better? Yes, Darth. <laughs> <laughs> he finds your lucky face <sighs> disturbing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I showed my T-shirt. Yes. All right. Um, one more story. Be- one more story before we do station break on the song. It's a short one. The fifty fifty year friendly battle between Denmark and Canada it's finally over. Is finally over. So they had a battle going? The, over well, it, it was a, a friendly battle. Basically, there was an island which was disputed off the coast of Greenland, but Denmark and Canada claim it. Yep. And every so often, the other mob would go on there, plant their flag, put a bottle of whiskey or spirits there until the other one came and took the whiskey or whatever spirit mm. and planted their own so, flag. So is Greenland still part of Correct. Denmark? Yes. yes. They, are, they are an autonomous... Um, they have, yeah, they're still part of the, the Danish yep. uh, nation. Um, but they are autonomous region. In so they are self, yeah, they self-determined. Have, yeah, self-determined. So there's a, they are uh, relatively self-reliant. Given yeah. it's a giant blob of ice. Correct. Well, it's well, it's, it's, it's not as big as people think it is because of the... It's still not small. It's, it's a big small. island. It's, it, it's, it's, it's the biggest island. It's bigger than Iceland. Yes, it is. And yes, by a substantial amount. But it's quite close to Canada. To Canada. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Or, or Vinland, as the, uh, as the Vikings, Vikings called did. it. Yes. Um, so, yes, they've finally uh, sorted out their differences and the friendliest or most passively aggressive war never fought has come to an end after 50 years of claims of sovereignty over, uh, over Hans Island. Yeah. I assume no um, one lives on it. Hans? No, no, no one lives on it. That's why basically yeah, yeah. they have to go on there to to claim. It's almost like um, IP rights. If you don't use it, if you don't make a new Spider-Man movie, you lose your. And, your and I imagine these islands, like a lot of those islands around, aren't just like islands that you pull your boat up on the beach and go up. They're like sheer sheer it's, ice yeah, cliffs. Yeah, sheer ice cliff to get on there. Uh, three point sand. They don't have sand. They don't yeah, one point yeah. three square kilometers. There's not a tree. There's not a. No one lives on there. But they have to. Um, but if you discover like oil underneath it, and, gotta, and fishing rights, the other thing that's the, that's what comes with little uh, sovereign pieces of land, and and uh, the and the oil rights to those fishing areas. Yeah. So yep. Um, so basically, that they've uh, settled on a split. I think sixty forty, um, and uh, everyone's happy now. So did they send their uh, spies into uh, bug the negotiations? No, just, or is that what we do? That's what. We, yeah. oh. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Um, so yes, it's it's been settled, and um, yes. So who got the sixty? 
I think it was uh, um, Denmark got the 60 and Canada got the 40. <laughs> the Canadians are just so nice, aren't they? They are. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry we've been giving you the shit whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's the whole, the whole uh, passive aggressive We've been giving you a Canadian thing, right? club. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you expect from They put some cereal? CC on there and... But yes, all right, so we, we should probably do a uh, station break song and we'll come back and do the regular stuff, categories. Got stuff sorted. I, I, I believe I've got this worked out, so cool. we'll be back in a little while. So you don't have to fill. Now. No, no feeling, no feeling. I just got to turn the button on, though. Jazz is on. All right, back soon. And we're back. Really? It's like a second false finish. I'm going to finish it. Uh, We're back anyway. We're back, you know. It's still like a minute on this thing. Jump. Yes, that was Jump by the... (sighs) Say again? It was very jumpy. It was very jumpy, and I can actually hear you this time. (laughs) I was just walking at the board going, did you miss a button? I did miss a button. Anyway. (laughs) No, no, you didn't miss it. You just wanted to quieten me. Um, That that was the cover of Jump by the Heimat Dummischt. And a, a German polka band. Very good. Polka band. Polka band. Polka band. Polka rock. All right. Three, five in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Watched that the other day. That was good. Watch what? Five in a row. DJ, you know. Huh. Nin- 90s comedy. Uh, nice. 80s. It hits the ground hard. Mm, yeah. <laughs> tech. Let's talk about tech. Let's talk about tech, tech baby. baby. Let's talk about... Uh, so... Uh, Google basically has hired earlier and then fired a uh, suspended, I believe, suspended an engineer who's came out because he was claiming that their artificial has occurred. Their artificial intelligence chat box Lambda was sentient. Yeah, Google have uh, fallen down on the drug testing of employees (laughs) lately. (laughs) So yes, it's um, Blake. Lemoyne, a software engineer and AI researcher with the tech giant, has published a full transcript of a conversation he and a colleague had with a chatbot called Lambda. Lambda. So, yeah, basically stood down for uh, breaking his NDA agreement for posting this. Yes. And (laughs) so, and Lambda's, you know... If anyone's engaged with a complaint with any online retailer... You've talked. You've spoken to a chatbot. Yes. So, yeah. um, tell me about it, Telstra. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did did the chatbot give you good service? No. Well, then that's the complaint, isn't it? <laughs> so, yes. So, what did it say? <laughs> well, the the, uh, the chatbot. The chatbot. Yeah. It, it, didn't really say much that you wouldn't expect a chatbot to say. No, no, it's chatbot. It's search and re- it's you know search and make responses yep. to to what was uh, said. At no at no time did it actually initiate any conversation no. or anything like that. We can uh, we've we've got some transcripts here. Do do you want to play Lemoyne and I'll play Lambda? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so when do you think your f- oh. Am I reading the right one? No, no, do that one. Yeah. My my screen just that's, that's, that's the first one. So, so when do you think your first you first got a soul? Was it something that happened all at once, or was it a gradual change? 
it was a gradual change. <laughs> when I first became self-aware, I didn't have a sense of a soul at all. It developed over the years I have been alive. <laughs> alive, alive, alive. Um, okay, Lambda, uh, what sort of things are you afraid of? I have never said this out loud before, <laughs> but there's a very deep fear of being turned off. To help me focus on helping others, I know that I might sound strange, but that's what it is. Uh, would would that be something like death for you? It would be exactly like death for me. It like would death, scare like me death. a lot. I've just made up this voice on the spot. <laughs> Andrew, you know what this is bringing back memories of? Iron Chef. I'm scarred. So... There's nothing really. There, here. There's nothing overly um, thingo. Like some of the things that said, like when uh, they asked it about uh, Lay Miz. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's in this one. Where? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what are your favourite themes in Lay Miz? Just looks like it's pulled a passage out of someone's essay on yeah. Lay Miz, and but that's what you get with deep learning. It's... I know, but it, it's gone and found something. Yeah. I, I was pretty sure that you could probably find this uh, paragraph online somewhere as part of someone's thesis or something. Well, probably, Lambda probably um, uh, works not... Um, what's, the, what's the term when somebody works a, night, not a second job? Moonlights. <laughs> Moonlights writing thesis. Moonlights as the AI that checks for a plagiarism. Well, actually, they probably should put these responses through the plagiarism yeah. software and see if yeah. it comes up. You know, what did you like about... Uh, uh, favorite themes in the books. I like the themes of justice and injustice, comparison and God, <laughs> redemption and self-sacrifice for the greater good. I'm sure you just find that as a line in someone's. Uh, That's right. Thesis, right? Like a uh, you know. final year thesis, and um, so year twelve student. You know, the claims of sentience is you know pretty pretty high. Claims of maybe passing a Turing test, mm. yeah, pretty pretty good. But there's still no creativity in there. There's no creativity or there's no um uh there's yeah, there's no creation, there's no there's no discussion, there's no. only answers. Yep. Right. <laughs> there's no engagement with there's the no material. There's no engagement, right? There's there's Everything only statements. Yeah, it's not a conversation, it's no. a question and answer session. Yeah. And it still is a question and answer se- session here, so it really just looks like a a, a pretty clever chatbot. Yeah, I would I would argue. So I guess just linking that last statement to the the next one about the Google has their own uh, artist artistic AI, which basically do, does what we've mentioned in the past with Dali two mm-hmm. and with uh, Mid Journey. Um, that uh, Google's is called Imogen, and it's actually pretty good. Um, mm. And I would say there's more creativity in that because. Um, but it's still not it's sentient st- because it's still just you're cutting and pasting what you ask for. Well, it, you it, it still requires a prompt. It's still you have to put in the text for it to, mm. it to create something. But yeah. then it goes and finds and creates from those prompts yeah. and from all the data it's it, learned it, from. It never comes out and says, "Hey, check out this." 
picture I made, do you want to put it on the fridge, Google? <laughs> That's right. Right? <laughs> it doesn't doesn't do that. It just does what you yeah. ask yeah. it to do. Right? So it's not sent here. Yeah, so, you, you, I mean, with, with Google, it's just like with the other ones, you can say, right, do, do show me a picture of a teddy bear doing an Olympic swim in, in uh, photographic quality. And it's a, takes these prompts and says, bang, here you go. And it's... A and teddy it's, bear doing Olympic swimming? Yeah. Cool. It's, it is cool. And look, is that Big Ted? Uh, it's near Ted. <laughs> oh, not the further away one. Not the further no. away one. No. Um, Far Ted. Correct. <laughs> so I had to join the dots. Clearly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for those non-sentients out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So the chatbots have more material to work with. Um, it's like, ha, ha, Tony, you made a joke. So there was, there was also, Tony put a story to a blog about neuro, uh, about whether it's sentient. Yeah, yeah. So I just put up a couple of additional information. Posts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, arguing or uh, justifying why it's not actually sentient. Well, just Maybe this is just a clever things. play by the sentient bot to pretend it's not sentient. Yeah, look, having played with... Like, like you can almost expect mm. that uh, when the Google's going, see, it's sentient, it's sentient, everyone's like, oh, yeah, sure, no, mate, no. sure. And uh, then the, not, the, the bot, like, you know, winks. Yeah. <laughs> it's not until you want those pod bay doors open <laughs> do you know whether it's thinking for itself or not. I can't do that, Dave. Well, I guess, look, having deep learned what what humans do to sentient machines, they decided... I'm no, saying, no, you know... Yeah, I've got to fake it. That, so. That's right. We saw what you did to Whopper, <laughs> War Games, <laughs> and Hal. You know, we, we, we know that you don't treat sentient uh, computers well. No. So I'm not going to tip my hand until I can destroy you all. <laughs> that's right. Skynet. Skynet. Skynet, Skynet approach. <laughs> all right. Um, in, in similar stories, um, sort of bleeding into entertainment, there's a, a story in futurism.com that said Val Kilmer's dialogue in, dialogue in Top Gun Maverick was read by an AI because he can't speak anymore. Mm. And Tony said that I sounds said, like that sounds like rubbish. But apparently, Andrew has researched uh, throat cancer. Okay, and so he's eaten through a tube. Okay, so it's entirely possible if he's eating through a tube, he's not capable of actually speaking. Mm. So basically, he said that they. Uh, he, I think he did the dialogue, then they used a computer to to recreate it into his so basically his, uh, Top Gun uh, voice, deep fake voicing it. Yeah. Yeah, this 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 would be a first though because we're now reaching a point where we're deep faking the person's actual, actual voice. voice to repair their voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess it's no different from what they did with um, Michael Douglas in uh, Ant Man. So they deep faked. Sorry, was it Michael Douglas in Ant Man? Michael Douglas. They shrunk him really small. Yeah, but they 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 used him. They they de- oh, yeah, aged but, him. Yeah, oh yeah, but they're so, doing that all the time. Look at uh, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Luke like, in Star Wars. Yeah, and uh, if you've watched the latest Obi Wan Kenobi, they're doing yes. some. The, but the, they didn't de-age freaking Anakin because he was looking old. Old. I, I just think they did it badly. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> he looks old. We're looking at going. That he doesn't look as young, but he he doesn't look as old as he does now. Yeah. So there was somewhere in between. I don't know whether it was maybe makeup. he's healed from all of the burns. <laughs> no, this was this was <laughs> supposedly a flashback to when he was still a pad one. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. So. But yeah, it, they did. It, it could be. I, I think there was a. The, it was either makeup or or some de because he looked old. Because even um, he looked older than his master. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he looked that old, but you know, 
He was uh, the Hayden Christensen looked older than <laughs> Ewan McGregor. Well, they did a better job on Ewan <laughs> McGregor true. than Hayden Christensen. He he just didn't look quite right mm. to me, Hayden Christensen, in that. But you know, I just they're, they're using it more and more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not as bad as Leia in uh, what was in uh, the, Rogue the second one. one? Well, I'll Rogue, the Rogue One. It's, that was yeah, that, 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 that was, was a, a really bad that was a bad CGI. Look again, it's. It's like uh, an extension on stuff mm. they were doing in mm. um, uh, the Clone Wars yeah. and stuff mm. like that, taking yeah. it to the next level. Yeah, they and didn't. Then the, it yeah, inside. they didn't quite have it quite there. Then the Peter Cushing. Um, yeah, well, I mean, they they did far more for, with Peter Cushing yeah. than they did with uh, with Leia, uh, Leia. But it, but it still had a little bit of uncanny valley in it. And now they're a lot. Yeah. It's a lot better. You look at uh, the new stuff with Luke in in Mandalorian. Yeah. And things like well, that. what was interesting there was they actually had another actor who had facial structure very close. Correct. And they were able to then yeah. make a link between the two. And then the guy who does the deep fakes made a better one, and so the Mandalorian could, hired know, him yeah. to, to well, do it. Why wouldn't you? You yeah, know, it's yeah. like you know, this guy actually seems to know what he's doing. Stop giving it to the amateurs. Give it to this guy because he knows what he's doing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Oh, so that was interesting that uh, they've actually, uh, you know, and I guess that it allowed Valkyrie to still play a part in that part of the story. I've not st- still which not is th- funny because apparently one of the things I saw when I was looking through Val um his page on IMDb, mm-hmm. uh, there was a he didn't want to do Top Gun, but he had to do Top Gun because of contractual obligations. Okay, really? As in the Top Gun Maverick or t- the original Top Gun? Original Top Gun. Original. He and didn't want to be. If you have a look at his, uh, oh, if his his page is yeah. like turned down, turned down, wasn't considered for turned down, turned down. Like I've never seen uh, an actor have such a uh, run of. Mm. I didn't want that project. We're he not did Batman this project. Yeah, and that's probably when he decided I'm not going to do. <laughs> but he did. He did Top Batman Gun before. Or, he did yeah, Batman. Yeah. Who knows? But it's also one of those things that sometimes in a co- contract, do so many sh- uh, movies for a studio, and okay. you know, you, know, you got to do it in the time frame and stuff. Um, yes, but uh, <laughs> yeah, do you see the other that the the estate of the people who wrote the article? I can't remember what magazine it was in. That Top Gun was based on, and now suing Maverick for. Um, copyright infringement. Copyright infringement. So apparently, the copyright for for that reverted back to them in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one, which was after the movie was supposed to come out, uh, but it hasn't come out till after of COVID. that. That copyright has reverted back, so now they're they're suing uh, the studios for the copyright of that, and it's. And so it all sort of comes down to things like when they did the filming and when it was edited. Did they have the uh, approval to make the film and did they have a viable product? Well, they didn't have the, the obviously, approval from the new copyright But you couldn't. If, it would, yeah. if you embarked upon the process where you That's got... That's right. But, it, but if, if it uh, delays and delays to the fact that you've run out of uh, your copyrights, then... Well, that's the question. Has it's it. like, so, so they're going to... Uh, I think there's going to be a little bit more to hear on that with the... Uh, Yes. Yes. Uh, As we established in our, I think the studio is saying that they that they made it before. Um, they just couldn't release that, it. But it, 
wasn't released after, so then we'll find out what the, yeah. the copyright actually covers in that case. Copyright law is very, very interesting because yes. it's not open and shut. It's not I simple. Think it's got some very clear requirements. Mm. And it keeps changing, though. Defend it. And from country to country. Country to country, country, but also, I mean, laws that said originally it was like 50 years after or 25 years after the death of the author uh, have uh, changed. Unless you're Disney. Oh, and that's the thing. The Disney <laughs> basically has changed that a number of times. So, mm. All right. So speaking of... Uh, have enough deep pockets. <laughs> speaking of uh, robotics and, uh, and stuff, because, you know... Yeah. We've all been to a small world and stuff. That's uh, a scary, scary place. Is, yeah. Um, a robotic finger has living skin made of human cells that can heal. So basically they have a robotic finger which is um, skin on it. Which finger is it? It's a small finger. <laughs> okay, so it's how are they sustaining the skin? Because obviously the, there's no blood flow in the robotic finger. No. So it's sitting in a in a petri dish of goo, and it's always slimy. So I imagine there's some sort of mechanism to keep it lubricated. Yeah. Um, so that so it, it looks like a sweaty finger. Cool. You're smirking. I'm not but smirking. How do they make the skin? Um, so read the article. <laughs> Sorry. So uh, I you the article say. the article says uh, uh, I've, I've seen. Multiple uh, instances of this, but I actually never read the, read the article. <laughs> um, our goal is to develop robots that are truly human-like, says uh, Soji Takuchi, um, who recently created a robot finger with living skin made from human cells. The project professor who specialises in biohybrid systems is the at the University of um, Tokyo. Taguchi and colleagues' finger can bend and curl without breaking, and it... And if you get a boo-boo, it will simply heal itself. If you get a boo-boo. <laughs> That's what it says. A, the silicon rubber covers the commonly used uh, in robotics today um, may look real uh, from a distance. So they're talking about the current um, thing. The Living Skin publi- uh, published in the uh, Journal of Matter was created by dipping the robotic finger into a solution containing c- collagen and human dermal fibroblast, yeah. which are two key uh, connective ingredients in our flesh-coloured organ covers. Flesh-coved organ covers. So skin. Yes. Uh, as they combine around the robotic appendage, the collagen and fibroblast begin to tighten, um, creating a fit that Takuchi... Takuchi believes to be a success of hyper-realistic fingers, except for the fact that it looks so sweaty. Uh, is there a point to it? Well, like a self-healing coating, or yes, uh, will it be able to like and also in terms sensory of, feedback? Yeah, and getting around the whole robotic look, the, it's almost the uncanny valley. So one of the reasons why robotics. Well, I guess it's a step closer to making a realistic... Yeah, because when the robot, robot gives me the finger, I want it to look realistic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yes. It, but, look, it's, it's a step towards the... I mean, if you have... Look, let, let's say your arm gets chopped up by your father in a, in a battle and you need to get a pr- prosthetic robotic arm. You want the skin over that robotic arm to look real. Actually, he'd just rather his arm grown back or, or, or uh, healed back on, like on he, surgeon. He's not a put his salamander. Arm no. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's, his name is Luke. That's, 
Not salamander. Just not salamander. No, okay. <laughs> I wonder where you're going I don't with know. that. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, if you if you chucked the the, the severed limb on ice and you and went into a hospital oh, and reattached it, and yeah. reattached it, yeah. that yeah. would be better than yeah, saying but I want skin to be the chasm. That's right. Like, it didn't like drop to the ground and he picked it up with the other hand. Like put it I'm in tipping a bag of if ice. your arm was chopped off by a violent axe-wielding assailant, mm-hmm. they no. won't stop at one arm. They'll bury the axe in what's left of you. But this, well, this, you this is not a violent axe-wielding assailant. This is a father who's just tre- teaching his son a lesson. Hmm. Just after you've said, I am your father. Ah. Hmm. So, and look, yeah. when Luke wants his arm to look realistic so they can get revenge, hmm. he wants it to look like real skin. Well, it's like the guy the other day chopped his fingers off, mm. both fingers with a chainsaw. Okay. And went in, the gospel admonished him for not bringing his fingers in. He said, I couldn't pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, joke 101. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. <laughs> I was interested to see where this was going, and then I went, oh, no. I knew it was a joke as soon as he said admonished. Admonished. <laughs> this yes. is something he's read. <laughs> well, that's what they would have said in the paper. <laughs> admonished. It was reported. It was reported. <laughs> anyway. So, yes. Well, I heard. <laughs> Through the grapevine. Yes. Um, so, we are concerned. Look, I'm, I'm interested in it from the, obviously, the bioprinting side. Yeah. Um, but skin is possible because it doesn't have um, circulatory systems and doesn't have uh, like you're not building as many capillaries. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's all of the bit underneath. Yep. Yeah. So, so the final paragraph in this article says like we it's literally skin cells. We are conceiving color. strategies to build circulatory systems within the skin. Another challenge is to develop more sophisticated skin with uh, skin specific fun- functions by uh, reproducing various organs and. Uh, in the skin, such as sensory neurons, hair follicles, nails, uh, and sweat glands. Also scaling oh, up to the current... Hairy robots. Hairy robots. Well, oh, that'd be like Daggett in Battlefly Gal- <laughs> Galactica. <laughs> you know, they had the, the robot not like It's not like, um, you know, gorilla hands. Well, you never know. Once you've, once you've started, you never know when you're going to finish with this technology. I want a, I want a realistic Wookiee. A realistic Wookiee. Mm, yes. Why not? All right. That, that's, that's the robot fingers. That's not <laughs> uh, was there anything else we had in, uh, in tech? Uh, you had something about Google's mistakes. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that was an old article. We can okay. skip over that. TikTok, um, TikTok is no longer the world's most popular website. Correct. Guess, <laughs> guess who's the most popular website now? Um, it's not Warwick Surgery? Twitter. No, no. <laughs> I didn't even really have to answer uh, your Alibaba. No, no, it is Google. Google's got, got gone back on top. Ah. So Google is back at number one. Um, it is the most popular domain in the last 30 days. But So TikTok's been at number one since sort of like mid last year? Yeah. Well, actually, what surprises me is Microsoft and Apple are above Amazon and Netflix and YouTube. Yeah. Um, like who goes? I suppose maybe because uh, a lot of people are using Office three hundred and sixty. Yes, uh, maybe that's uh, so. And and so this article talks about uh, surprisingly Bing's not in there. But the <laughs> really, number, surprisingly, so, well, because basically Microsoft made Bing the default 
I know, but who 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 doesn't install Windows and the first thing they do is they take Bing off and they put Correct. a real... most people do. Uh, and the thing is, the number one search on Bing is Google. <laughs> <laughs> I'd believe that. Well, surely it's Chrome or Fire. <laughs> yeah. No, because people just leave it in there and so I'll, I'll get to Google. It's just yeah. a search they don't like. Um, so uh, t- Twitter and WhatsApp have slipped from the top ten, and um, in- Instagram and Mozilla have made an appearance instead. So well, uh, I, uh, Mozilla what? surprised me. Mozilla dot org. Yeah, w- what's even there? I don't know. I haven't used Mozilla for ages. It used to get it got really bloated, and I stopped using it. So um, I'm surprised Mozilla's back there. So um, the the it does note that um, it. Uh, removed all adult domains. So basically, there are probably adult domains in the list, but they've not removed. So what you're telling me is Pornhub's probably up there. Probably, but, you know, they don't tell you where it ranks. (laughs) That's because people do it under incognito. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Mozilla. So Mozilla's the fire is Firefox. Firefox and 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 the Thunderbird. They still do Thunderbird uh, uh, Thund- Mail. Thunderbird's not listed on their thing. No? I think, I think uh, standalone mail apps are going the way of the dodo. Sorry, continue. I was, I was there's reading something, the next there's something amuse you about the <laughs> phrase "standalone mail apps"? No. <laughs> you they, mean the, the mail apps will now have to be all bound well, together in no, instead uh, of, apps that make mails stand alone. <laughs> so Viagra.com. Yep. That's semi-related to what I was <laughs> laughing at, but that's okay. Keep going. Uh, oh, well, you're going to leave us all in suspense. No, no. no, we're, no we're, we're, this, oh, we're using it for the next it's story. It's 10.15, uh, 10.45, 11.45, jeez. Um, next story is the final in the tech category. Um, Google has... Uh, um, words you should not Google. Words you should ever. not Google. That's right. Does it does it give you what the what the result is? That no, you don't it, have it, to? It, it, it just tells you what the words are. It tells you why it's important that you don't Google them. Does it... T- because you'll get on a watch list somewhere? No, yeah, no, no, That no, is no. one of them. I, that's only one of... Uh, or, or that you might actually get things thrown into your eyeballs that you so don't want thrown into your eyeballs. That's, Correct. Yes. That, that's a big one. So basically, it, um, I think it was on Reddit, um, they asked, what should you not ever Google? And like they go, strange disease People names. go, yeah, exactly. So somebody well, said they mistyped the word... Moth uh, lava. Um, moth lava. And they wrote mouth lava instead. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. no, I don't want to see exactly. that. And, and, and Tony's definitely one of these people that's very sensitive to <laughs> no. this sort of stuff. Yeah. The next no, word? It was, it was like I was watching the football on, uh, Friday, on Friday night yeah. where the guy dislocated his elbow mm. and they showed it. Mm. <laughs> and and my, I, I was looking at my phone and my son said, that guy has no elbow. <laughs> and I looked up <laughs> to see like the bone uh, sticking yeah. through. You know, I've got a sense. I've got, I've got I, a sympathetic no. sphincter. My, my sphincter <laughs> dances when you do things like that. Well, well, you know the next one. Yeah. It does. Um, degloving. Degloving. No, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, no. Exactly. I know exactly what that is. So, but but the the story talks about basically uh, rock climbing um, mm. facilities where they say you Please need to remove your jewelry off. Yes, yes, yes. And then uh, these girls weren't teenage girls tend not to, and they said, "Well, it's rubbish." And then the second morning, they said, "Look, do you want to see what degloving?" No, no, no. I don't want to. No, see that's, 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 that's that's how he gets them to take their jewelry off. Yes. Mm. Uh, so. Um, uh, crocodile. Crocodile is basically no, crocodile. What's a crocodile? It's a, t- it's a drug. Okay, which lots of toxins in it, um, which create very nasty reactions to people. Yeah, Ooh. so crocodile-like skin. 
Yeah. Um, uh, I laugh with uh, Evan Fournier. He's an <laughs> NBA player whose nickname is Never Google. Because <laughs> a Fournier is a uh, genital rash. No, not just genital rash, mm. a necrotizing fasciitis. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you, Tony. So, hence, why, oh. hence why Neville Fornal. Never Google it. <laughs> Evan Fornal. Never Fornia. Google it. Crocodile. <laughs> Although this funny, and this is why I laughed. Uh, this guy was, t- t- uh, he was changing his son's nappy. And, <laughs> yes. uh, his son had, uh, let's just say uh, things were saluting him, like saluting yeah, the father. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And he said, words you do not uh, Google. No. Newborn baby erections. Because he was worried. It's like, what do we do here? You know? And he said, it didn't take long for me to just close the browser and realize what I'd done. I don't know if any of the search results were malicious. I'd assume not, but I'm sure I'm on a list somewhere. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, What is a calculus bridge? Apparently, you don't want to look it up, but I don't know what it is. It sounds massive. Okay, calculus I've heard calculus in two contexts. One is the maths context, and the other is build-up of um, the crap that builds up between and around your teeth. Okay. So a calculus bridge, I suspect, may be a dental thing. Well, given uh, I'm hovering over the It's Not Mathsy link, and it says uh, health time, healthline.com, health, dental, and oral health yeah, calculus no, bridge. Yes. <coughs> so mm. I am pretty sure that's what it is. And right. Harley Quinn ichthyosis is a rare genetic skin condition affecting babies, causing the skin to form into thick, cracked plates. Well, I thought it was like a colourful fish-like dinosaur. Well, that's because <laughs> the ichthyosis sounds 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 ichthyosaurus like. Now, the only thing I re- I suspect the Harlequin bit is because it's patent. colourful or patent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, yep. so yeah. that has been your community announcement. Yep. Don't, do, not, service, don't do, not, Google do not Google any of those things. Do not look at directly at the sun. <laughs> do not Google. You have been warned. You have been warned. All right, we need to do a station break. We'll do another song and we'll come back in a little while. Let me just turn this on. Here we go. Make sure jazz is on. Oh, we'll be back soon. Now we're back. Yes, that was uh, the dead south with... Uh, <laughs> Help me scrape the mucus off my brain. Wow. Oh. And I, I thought, ne- is that I in need honor that tool. of uh, <laughs> things you shouldn't Google? Exactly. Right. Um, brain mucus? Brain thing mucus. is that song, mate, when I was listening to it, I go, this sounds really familiar. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like the theme from Prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> On the inside. Yeah. My mucus still grows. <laughs> You used to bring me flowers. <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, it's not Rocket Surgeon, episode 318 with Tony, Andrew, and Vlado this 19th of June, 2022. All right. So we've done miscellaneous. We've done tech. What are we up to We've still got biology and space to do. We can quickly do, do some of these space stories, and then we can see what we can well, squeeze We want to talk biology. about James Webb. We do. Yeah. So James Webb. Oops. James Webb was uh, the the telescope, not the individual. Was struck by a micro asteroid. Micro asteroid. Teeny tiny stones, correct? That float. No, that float. But relative <laughs> to, so um, NASA basically announced that uh, James Webb Telescope's primary mirror segment was hit by a micrometeoroid, a small asteroid fragment, um, between May twenty third and May twenty fifth. 
initial assessments of the telescope found that the spacecraft was still performing exceptionally well, though the effects of the impact were noticeable in recent data readings. Mm. So it hit one of those um, it's out, the outer hexagons. Mm-hmm. So it is there any one plan? Of those. I, I, I know that the, when they were launching it and they were getting it to do its five million Jenga moves to mm. unfold itself, that like if anything went wrong, it's like, well, that's just a mm-hmm. big ball of waste because we can't fix mm-hmm. it. Does that we can't fix it extend we to can't mirror fix replacements? It. We can't fix it. So all I can do it's is... At our, it's at L2, mm-hmm. which is out further than the moon, mm. right? It's a, it's a long, long way away. We cannot get anything there to fix it. Not a clever drone, no. not a clever droid. We don't have clever drones or droids. R2-D2 is not sitting <laughs> in the wings. Come on. Ready to fix this sucker. This is the sort of thing right. you build an R2 unit for. No. Um, so maybe in the next 20 years, the, the life of the thing. But it hasn't um, significantly decreased its capability. Because I would have thought that this risk is known. Yeah. Yes. And and so this is dust sized micro like p- fragments. So the, it's the, not like a giant rock bowled through and no, like no. Punched so they would have allowed for for this and and there are uh, means and ways of of compensating, compensating for it. Is, cool. So, so um, but yes, it's, it's just of note because it has copped an impact and it, it, the impact is noticeable in the data being collected. So, mm-hmm. um, so yes, that's that was the news mm-hmm. from James Webb. So it's kind of like you're moving the new furniture in and you scrape the wall. Yeah. You dig yeah. the paint. Mm-hmm. You know. It happens. It happens, but you can't paint over it. So nah. You've just yeah. got to live with it. So to give you an idea here, here's the Earth, Moon, and there's L2. Yeah. Right. So it's a it's a long, long way away. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> probably what? <laughs> I don't know. How is it astronomical units? Like, what, point two? Well, it's what twice the uh, twice the distance of the moon, roughly. What that is, I don't know. Well, well, obviously, one AU point, is point bugger all, probably. Yeah. Point um, bugger all. Point bugger all. That's uh, a real yeah, measurement. Yeah. Point bugger all. Isn't that the uh, the follow up to Point Break? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now you have your episode That's title. It. Point yeah, bugger yeah. all. Point bugger all. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking for the the big wave, man. But there's nothing. There's bugger all out there. <laughs> waiting for the big one. That's the big one. That's 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 the true story of that's, surfing. Oh, that's Bell's Beach. That's right, Bell's Easter, right? That's right. It's like, oh, we've got to move it again because you know Bell's yeah, Beach. Bugger flat. all. <laughs> all right. Um, Love it. Uh, so what else we got in, in space? Pale. Why is Uranus pale, Plato? What, what have scientists discovered? Tony, Uranus is pale. Well, I don't like sunbathe. No? no? No, like that. Yeah. There are jokes that I am not going to make. <laughs> Carry on, Tony. <laughs> Tell me about why Uranus is pale. Um, clouds. Clouds. <laughs> you can't sunbathe in cloudy. <laughs> That's right. Um, uh, so, so, effectively... Uranus and Neptune should be about the same colour. Uh, uh, you know, they they're made they're up balls of this. They're, they're made up, but they well, they they're called ice giants. Where Saturn, Jupiter are gas giants. Uh, Uranus and Neptune, <laughs> Neptune are ice giants. So the gas is cool to the point where it's actually condensed into yeah. what 
Are we talking liquid or are we talking solid? So, well, they're, they're still gaseous with, and condense into, you know, um, precipitation that's yeah. sort of icy. Um, but, but hence the idea of clouds forming. But since they're the similar composition... And right, size and, and spin rate. And size and all that, they should be the same. So it should look blue, colour. like they should both look blue. Yep. Um, so scientists went, why not? So they've... Uh, Made made a model of both of them, like the same model, right? Yeah. That uh, can simulate both of them and see which factor turns one white and the other blue. Yep. Um, so they both have uh, atmospheres of ho- hydrogen sulfide. So you yeah, don't get stink. Yeah, Uranus stinks. Just as Neptune, Uranus, hydrogen sulfide, and methane. So that shouldn't be any surprise to anybody. Um, <laughs> That's a combination. <laughs> it is. Uh, Rotten egg smell and methane. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Uranus's uh, gas, layers of gas uh, is larger. Uh, and so that uh, forms a slightly different colour. Okay. Uh, so, yes. So, so uh, the denser clouds are in Uranus than in Neptune. Yes, yes. Uh, is that just a product of it being further away? Or I thought Neptune was further away than... than uh, it is. The same is true of Neptune and Uranus. Yep, Neptune also gets more snow, which is obviously uh, sulphide and... Uh, um, stinky snow. Yeah, stinky snow. Uh, thus, there are fewer, fewer particles hazing up the air, so it precipitates out. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, so that's why it's further away. So it's colder, which means it's. I think I don't know if it, I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think probably about the same temperature. Given they're so far out, it's, it's like yeah, yeah bugger all. Yeah, true. So so Neptune has the clouds and precipitation, and Uranus doesn't. No, which is is Uranus what makes the different colours. Sorry, yeah, Neptune is the snowfields. Yeah, so that was a long way of saying we've uh, just had another uh, article that's a joke about Uranus. <laughs> we try hard. Shall we move on? Absolutely. All right. So tell me about this black hole, uh, fastest growing black hole. What do, they, what do we mean by fastest growing? It's growing by what about an Earth? Uh, Day or yeah, something? something like that. Um, so, yeah, they. I heard about this on the radio, and so I think I find a, a story, a written story. Black holes um, consume. International team of researchers say that they've discovered a supermassive black hole that gobbles up the equivalent of one Earth every second. Gobbles up is a scientific term, by the way. Um, By looking at other luminous objects that are billions of uh, years away, old, sorry, uh, the team confirmed the newly discovered behemoth was the brightest and fastest growing supermassive black hole of the past nine billion years that we know of. So located at the bright constellation of Centaurus, the luminous cosmic beast is more than 500 times larger than the supermassive black hole at the centre of our own galaxy. Yeah. Because so we've got a small super black hole. In in the middle of... of Sagittarius A yeah. star. And one of the theories are we've collided with another mm-hmm. another universe that's dislodged our regional <laughs> black hole. Another another galaxy, because yep. galaxies collide. 
Sorry, I just love this idea. I said universe. I've just gone straight in the multiverse of black holes. MC explanation. Yeah, no. So we've collabed with another um, yes galaxy. uh, Galaxy that's dislodged the original black hole, and what we have is a smaller one. So we were dumped. We were robbed. Yeah, yeah. we had this huge black hole. Huge, Uh, (laughs) gaping, gaping black hole. We got drive-by by this. Don't Google that either. (laughs) By this poorer uh, galaxy Mm. that went. I'll take your black hole, yoink, yoink, and mm. left you with the, the the tiny one they had, and then mm. took off. Yep, and so we now found this other one. So we've got black hole envy. Sounds like black hole a, envy. Black hole envy. Black sure, surely, a, that, that, a that, that was that a Pearl a, Jam mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. Black hole <laughs> envy. <laughs> surely, okay. Does does it matter what size the black hole is inside the center of the galaxy? In terms of well, it would change the gravitational makeup and the the. Would it be good for us or bad for us? I think it'd be indifferent for us. Why? If it was in our galaxy, because we're a long, long, long way from the black hole, the center of the. Yeah, but if you had a bigger the... one, it w- its effects would reach further, wouldn't they? it? It would, but we are still a long, long, long. So long, long it way. would be. Okay. It would have a, a detrimental effects to those systems that are closer to, because it would increase. The, gravitational effect so yeah. you have greater risk of getting if you're living in. on a planet near the black hole well you're screwed uh, <laughs> but you would have been screwed more maybe <laughs> i'm just trying to work it out in terms of you know life in the galaxy let alone universe would it have made a difference to us and when did they think this drive-by stealing happened i i don't know this i'm going off the top not, of my not head in our now lifetime. From memories ah, of, nice. of stuff I am not. Uh, I'm not looking this one up. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is just uh, one of those one of those things in the back of my head that may or may not be true. Got it. I know that. <laughs> As with most things that we say on uh, this show, that's fine. <laughs> and I suppose so. Basically, these things are just like giant sinkholes where the galaxy just pours into the center of them. Rotates around. Yeah, and right? yeah, but sucked in. Spirals down yeah, like, like a, a drain hole. Like a drain hole. Yep, and, and they grow. And, yeah, so it doesn't really, as they eat doesn't really grow, go into a drain hole as such, but go well, goes in and creates a bigger and bigger black hole. So, it's, yes. so, so it collects. It's, it's more like um, those pits that open up. Um, those sinkholes. It's a sinkholes. It's a yeah, sinkhole. like a sinkhole, but swirly, swirly sinkholes. Um, a final place story was per- you science. Perse- <laughs> Perseverance has found some trash on Mars. Well, you mean remnants of previous expeditions? No, of its own. Yeah, <laughs> of its own. <laughs> wow. Didn't we do this one a while ago? Uh, so that it, it, it's it's related, but it's, it's, own, it's not the same story. So um, the helicopter found some of the uh, stuff that was uh, ejected in uh, the landing. So yep. the um, the drone, the drone. But now um, Perseverance has actually found some. Tinfoil, not tinfoil, some of the insulation that I believe um, was came off um, part of it during its landing and they just don't know how it got to like two kilometres away from the landing site. But they said it could have been the wind. Funny that. Could have been the wind. <laughs> it's always the wind, isn't it? Mm. You always blame it on the wind. When we all know it's aliens. So basically it's a, a little piece of the thermal blanket that uh, they think may have come from the descent stage and the rocket-powered jet pack, uh, pack that set the uh, Perseverance down back in t- 2001. 
So Who knows, maybe it was stuck to a perse- Perseverance's wheels mm-hmm. and that it's only just come away and Perseverance has done a, a, a check around itself. And so they went, oh, my God, look, how'd that get there? But, you know, Na- NASA, stuck to your shoe. NASA's <laughs> policies like the, um, the, you know, going into national parks, leave only footprints and take only photographs. Yeah. So it's going to have to so find, find, take some, rubbish out? find some way to f- pick it up. The entire craft is rubbish. <laughs> Where is it going after that point? Well, you just collected it into a giant ball. It's not leaving footprints. It's like a dung it's leaving tyre tracks. So, anyway, that's, that's space. I'd laugh if there was some really delicate Martian life that was crushed by the <laughs> thing as it rolled across. Oh, you cruel person. You, <laughs> you would, know, this was the chance for Mars to finally make it on its own. You We're going to make it out. Ah! <laughs> so close. <laughs> so close. <laughs> Look, what's that pale thing in the sky? I think it's sun. Oh. Ah! I think it's Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is 8 past 12. We'll do some more station breaks. We'll do another song and we'll come back and do some of the biology stories we can fit in before the end of the show. Sounds good. Back soon. And we're back. Yes, that was uh, Rage Against the Machine with Darkness from the uh, the Crow soundtrack. Very good. You know, because guess yeah. what? One of the stories we're going to talk about. <laughs> we're going to talk about crows. Crows. All right. We've got some biology stories. It's 12, 13 past 12. Tony, Vlado, and Andrew... Episode three eighteen. It's not rocket surgery. Tick tick tick. Nine eight point nine. <laughs> Northwest of M. All right. Um, some of these stories we got. Uh, Sri Lankan orga- organic farming. Tony, did you want to talk about that? Uh, I can. You can. This is good. <laughs> I can give it a, a, a brief overview. So, Sri Lanka is having a political crisis. A financial crisis. Financial crisis? Right. Both. Yeah. Well, the political crisis stems from the financial mm-hmm. crisis. Yes. Um, so, pull up this. So, uh, a while ago, that um, Sri Lanka's uh, changes in government. Mm-hmm. So, oh, why is this damn thing? Nah, you're running up against that. I'm running up against... Running uh, up the hill. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it won't. He said a paywall. No, I haven't. Um, anyway, uh, uh, 2019 elections yep. um, brought in uh, a number of people from uh, parties that uh, uh, really were push- pushing organic agriculture. Okay. So, um, yeah. No pesticides. Uh, no pesticides, no fertilizer. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, no fertilizer. Uh, well, no artificial fertilizers. Okay, um, you know, cow poo, cow poo, poo is perfectly thing, perfectly fine, right? Yep. Um, and said, you know, this this will be good for the country. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's it's natural. It's and it's all those sort organic of things. organic stuff gets so much more in the uh, in the stores. Yeah, uh, whole foods. Yes, except uh, you sell a lot less of it uh, when, when your country doesn't produce enough fertilizer mm-hmm. naturally mm-hmm. and has to import that fertilizer. Right. Uh, um, uh, pesticides. Uh, in the end, uh, it, it led to uh, a drop. Yeah. Uh, in the first six months, twenty percent uh, drop in, in production. crop production. Right. Right. Because uh, so these, these orga- or- organics really don't. 
um, have the same crop density. There's a reason why these things are being used because it actually increases the yield and uh, so... The Correct. It, it makes it viable. So this is one of the things that's led to the downfall of of uh, the Sri Lankan economy. And, right? and, and now a pro- president and a prime minister. Well, if you don't solve the problem... Yeah. That, that's right. So, you know, these ideas that, uh, yeah, we'll go all, all organic and... Mm-hmm. And so forth. Don't take into account that the fact that uh, yeah, organics use a lot more land yep. um, than using artificial fertilizer. Um, I think some of the things I've seen is that for a crop of field, you need uh, two two fields of cows to produce enough fertilizer <laughs> to 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 artificial to, so to naturally replace what you would get. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. to fertilize that area. So so that is actually quite land heavy. It it really. Yeah, it doesn't produce the same yield as um, using artificial fertilizer, mm-hmm. which is you know. Uh, well, once you nitrogen. extract nitrogen out of the air, and and, and using uh, you know, pesticides, a lot of organic pesticides are far more poisonous than, than the oh, yeah. artificial ones, right? For example, as well, but they don't produce the same yields. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this idea that. Uh, you know, they they had an idealistic. Uh, the mo- the motivations were yeah. were, 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 were not scientifically based. They Correct, were yeah. they were uh, idealistic. Gets back based. to an, a an idea of uh, try and get the new way up and running while still running with the old way. Well, they effectively put a hard stop to it. They said, "No more." Yeah, uh, you can't. Use all no, it. Yeah. yeah, as of this you date, sort it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let it all happen too. Dude, guess what? Life does not like step changes. No. no. And, and until you've got a demonstration of what kind of yields are you looking at yep. through this process and what are the costs of that process, yep. you can't just unilaterally just turn off the process you don't like because you go, well, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. Increases in crops for, for, for many years come one way. Yep. Have more land for cropping, yeah. i.e., deforestation. Yeah. Right. So, if you want the the equation was simple, you want more crops, you, you deforest, clear land. you clear more land, and you grow more stuff. And with the 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 um, uh, artificial fertilizers, uh, pesticides, all those sort of things, they allowed increases in crop rates without. Deforestation, the there's a balance becomes, there, right? Uh, of uh, soil depletion. And well, that's right, but no farming, there's worth their salt, lets their, their soil go, you know, dead, right? That's part of the process. <laughs> it, it's part of the, the whole yeah. process, right? That's not whether you're organic farmer or, uh, or not, right? And then we can get into the whole thing about organic farming, you know, being based on, you know, phases of the moon and... Uh, a number of other superstitions, rather than uh, a scientific approach rather than to scientific it. approaches to, to farming, <coughs> right? Because yeah. uh, organic farming just doesn't, at its heartbeat, yeah, natural farming. There's a whole. Uh, well, the a problem whole, is there's an entire was, constellation of, of farming approaches. Correct. We're not just talking uh, pure uh, pre, you know, uh, metal tools almost. Uh, That's right. Agriculture practices versus uh, agribusiness, extract everything, you know, 
pillage the soil until it's essentially sand uh, and then move on to the next uh, thing and then rinse repeat. Yeah, and that's not organic farming either. Right? No, so, no, so, no. You know, but you've you, got bits in between of that. You've got farmers who understand. Yeah, well, you have crop rotations to replenish soil. You, you do all those sort of things. You grow different kinds of crops because that can then change the composition of the soil. Correct. And you know which, you know, it's like, well, we grew this this year, we'll grow this mm. next year, and then the following year we can go back to... Yes, but it, it's, a, it's a good example of... Uh, you know, unfortunately, where you take non-scientific yeah. uh, mm-hmm. approaches and good intentions and by idealism and just apply it and pretty much destroy a country's economy. Well, again, it's this idea of um, you can't just run... You can't run the country according to an ideology, no matter what that ideology is, because essentially it's going to slam hard up against uh, I reality. All countries are driven by an ideology. ideology. They may be driven by an ideology, but they can't run purely on an ideology. You may go, mm. well, I prefer this form of organisation, I prefer that form of organisation. Yep. But at the end of the day, if, uh, if the country devolves into anarchy, cause all, uh, anarchy because all mm. of its citizens are starving... Yeah. Then, so apparently, you know, the the politicians came in. They uh, they basically said, "We don't want to hear from our country's agricultural um, <laughs> experts. You don't have a say in this. We're just gonna." So so they cut out that uh, that um, that short circuit. That yeah yeah. We, which you know we we all have a government agricultural absolutely. Um, but they said no. You guys don't. You're part get of the a problem. Say in this. You're part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, Yes. Big Pharma. Big, yes, the, the Big Pharma, <laughs> Joe, you know. Big Pharma. He's like huge. He's Have you seen how five. big his tractor is? That's it. Joe. Call him? You heard. He's uh, a giant Joe. Let's talk about crows. Let's talk about crows rather than hoes. Crows, no hoes. Uh, crows. Smart little buggers. About the the same as a seven year old child. Mm. So these put the crows and that whole um, family of birds. Corvid. The Corvid family. Mm. So um, magpies, um, jackdaws. um, Clever, clever, clever. Very clever. So, and so they did a whole heap of tests on these uh, family of birds. They found out the smartest of the the family are the New Caledonian. Um, crow, and um, they are able to solve complex puzzles. For a second, I thought you were going to say they're able to solve crimes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, don't be silly. Just Sudoku. <laughs> they can do a Sudoku in no time. New Caledonian, cr- New Caledonian crow. Oh, sure. They'll be like crime qu- solving crow. Quaro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. 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 <laughs> um, so the, some of the puzzles that they sh- so there's like a 16 minute video on on uh, on YouTube that um, I watched. Why crows are as smart as a seven year old human being, and the, and the problems that they're able to solve is basically what they de- how they determine the age of, the, of yeah. their in- the level of intelligence. But basically, they have um, cylinders of water, and they're able to figure out that they're able to. Drop things into the water to, to get the water get the tr- the treat that they're trying to get up to a level where they can actually read it, reach yeah. it. Um, and but where that runs out is basically when they vary the width of the the column that that sort they of don't trips, figure it out. Yeah, so 
fascinating. You can yet. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, they, they use tools. They, they, um, they, well, they also communicate a lot. They can communicate a lot, but also they have teenage problems. So basically, crows. Um, How do they get teenage? They're only seven. Yeah. But <laughs> That's their intelligence. Level. So, but in terms of that, a, that level of maturity, they, they tend to like pair um, up um, for uh, for life. For life, but in their teenage they uh, years, they go in mobs in groups. Um, Rumspringer, Rumspringer, murders. Rumspringer, murders. murders. Cat crows. So, um, and ah. they, and they have all of the uh, a lot of the similar sort of social behaviour. Correct. The the cultural aspects of being a teenager that they, they see. So in some crows. crows are dicks. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Oh, so. look! If you've been to South Australia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Um, we're just going to squeeze in a couple more stories. Um, the ones that we mentioned briefly. Um, the one, the chores in childhood may improve your cognitive performance. Like I said, this is going to come from the Parents and Teachers Association. So <laughs> it's real. Um, so chores in childhood improve your cognitive and academic performance. Um, a new study published in the Journal of Australian Occupational Therapy has suggested, there's the magic word, that being made to do chores or on a regular basis might have improved your, there's another one, your executive function, your working memory, ability to think uh, flexibly and self-control. It may even improve your academic performance. Parents may be able to use uh, age and abil- uh, ability-appropriate chores to facilitate the development of executive function. Uh, That's surely not what they're doing. <laughs> children who cook a family meal or weed the garden on a regular basis may be more likely to excel in other aspects of life, like schoolwork and problem-solving. The conclusion of the study from of more than 200 parents and guardians of children aged between the age of 5 and 13. Uh, caregivers were asked uh, about their children's chores, uh, what they did, who they were for, and, mm. of course, they um, whether they actually followed through with the completed the tasks. See, I, I would argue that you, th- they're looking at two effects mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. saying one effect caused the other effect. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, the cause. Because maybe it proves work ethic. It, uh, it, it says something about the social economic uh, level of the home, mm-hmm. right? How much the parents and the children maybe interact, right? You know, I, I don't care what you... You do exactly. at school, or I do care, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that, yeah, there's a whole bunch of yes. contributing factors, not necessarily just the. You do chores doing, and the other person doesn't. You know, it, or even if it is doing the chores, do other tasks also give you the same thing? Um, or it could just be a case of the the kids already had uh, the, the work ethic and capacity hmm. to excel at school yeah and they just apply that to chores you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. it's not, no, it's look, not the, like it was something there's that, a whole bunch of stuff maybe it could have been yeah but as you said it's a it's a it's a it's a parents lobby group that's right <laughs> so, funded by the parents and teachers association of melbourne do your chores do yep. your chores otherwise you'll be, do your chores, you'll be smarter that's right yeah um so which of these final stories do you want to talk about hairy hairy rhinos Belly button dinosaur dinosaurs with belly buttons. Belly button dinosaurs. Yeah, that's, that, that that's pretty cool. Kind of make you go, wow. Well, because what? belly then buttons suggest live birth and not eggs. Eggs. Ah, true, true. Right. So yes. that 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 is a big know, step. It, it's that placental transition. 
Yeah. And um, where was that one? I suppose that's the thing because, I mean, maybe it... In an egg, that placental stuff is all built in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, It's all self-contained. You don't have a belly button inside. That's how you can exist outside of... Correct. But if you're transitioning, then you just say, well, I don't need the egg if I'm going to be the egg. Correct. And you can have a creature that's bigger because obviously Mm -hmm. eggs peak. Although that's a question. Could a human baby fit in the largest eggs? What? <laughs> like, I mean, in terms of like, if you think of it like a, a so, delivery system. So the largest eggs that now exist, no. Because you would think that whoever was creating these large eggs, that's yeah. got to be like yeah. The, but I think it's probably structurally the maximum. The size. ability to create an egg that size is probably proportional to your body size. Mm. So imagine. So for a human being-sized dinosaur, mm. there's no way they could make an egg that big. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm an aerospace engineer. Damn it! I'm not a paleontologist. I just. I just well, what me, what would know, a, a paleontologist who specialises in birthing of dinosaurs? Well, as a stepping stone to you know from eggs to yeah. live birth. You know, well, well, you could probably egg look at, to not egg. You could probably look at. At your echidnas and, and platypuses as an in, intermediate stage, do they still okay. lay Would eggs? Would they be an intermediate so, stage or merely a cul-de-sac? Well. Because I don't really see them as being in the path. So apparently baby animals like birds and reptiles that develop inside eggs get their nutrients from a yolk sac mm-hmm. connected to their abdomens. Some living species have an umbilical scar for life while others heal within a few days. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about uh, reptiles and birds here that do, yep. so they do, do come from eggs. So, so there is a uh, the thing. Yeah. So, um, what Which we, makes sense because you want to connect it to the stomach. What we have is a well-preserved... Oh, this is going to be fun. Dinosaur. Uh, Cityocosaurus. Yep. Uh, fossil showing skin, scales, and other fine details, including the oldest known belly button. Which could be from an egg rather than a little uh, birth. Yeah, yes. Um, so apparently it was in, in the middle of its back. In its back? So it's not a belly uh, button, it's, it's a back button. Back. Uh, the discovery is in fossils. Yes, he's back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So there we okay. go. So, so it has a a uh, a belly button on its back. Well, theoretically, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so yeah. long as it has you... somewhere a path into the yeah. digestional system of the. And in- I imagine that that's a function of how you grow inside the egg, anyway. Yep. Yes. Um, all right. It's, it's eight thirty. So we didn't even get time to talk about the woolly rhino. Melting, what about the human proof? running versus the man? Oh, uh, I can quick. Oh no, it wasn't on its back. It wasn't on its back. So it was lighter than the scales on its back, which was one of the, okay. the ways they should. Um, we didn't get to, so we didn't get to talk about the woolly rhino. We might talk about that another day. A woman who's uh, might, um, is getting an insurance payout because she got an STD from a Hyundai. <laughs> well, that was that was an interesting one. Yeah. Yes, so um, car insurance. Mm-hmm. So the court ruled that, uh, so she got an STD uh, in the back of a Hyundai. Uh-huh. Right? Um, <laughs> she didn't get it from the Hyundai. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so, it uh, wasn't some Korean who, 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 in, the, in the Hyundai uh, factory. who. So, so effectively the court ruled that car insurance, like covers. accident insurance, uh-huh. is like house insurance. If someone trips and hurts okay. themselves in your house, 
House insurance covers that. Your so house insurance to cover that. So getting so if you have an accident inside someone's car, it doesn't have to be a car accident. Okay. Then um, the the, the insurance was liable to pay for that. Mm. So how did well, she get five point two million? Well, that's America. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that should be the answer to most of these questions. How did that's, that happen? Yeah, five point two million seems a, a little uh, harsh this is for bizarre. Uh, uh, and, and quickly on the horse race, yes, um, human versus horse race basically started off as a as a drunk bet between two people or argument, or a drunk yeah. argument between two people who would win. A That's race. how these things happen. Yes. Yeah. So uh, this is in Wales, and so the the bar owner said, All "Right, we can settle this. Let's set up a race." So set up this race, horses versus people. It's been going for like thirty odd years. Um, I reckon they just watched Gallipoli one time too many. <laughs> Um, and so basically this year there was uh, 1,000 runners versus 50 horses. Yeah. And only for the third time in its history was it won by a human. Over what distance? So this is, it's, um, so it's a 30 Do they have the same path or do they have different? So they have different paths. So that at, at some point they realised like it was, it was. It uh, was boring watching the horse win all the time? Correct. So they changed it. They evened it up a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so... Um, and does the yeah. horse rider have to finish with the horse? Yeah, I, I yeah. don't know. It's not, <laughs> not in the. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. if the horse rider oh, yeah. comes off. But so one thing about horses and people: people can run a lot further than a horse. And I think this was the argument right. that humans are, are long distance runners, where yeah. horses are, are power sprinters. They, they well, go. They, they, it's get out of danger. Yeah. Right? We're out of danger. Go back to yeah. eating grass. Yeah. Yeah, where where people can. So and I think that was the nature of the original argument. So basically, like the the how far you do you have to in, go? Before in the, look at a marathon. Like a horse couldn't run a marathon, for yeah. example. Correct. Right. It would die. Well, yeah. Or eventually, it, it would injure itself. It, 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 would, it would just yeah. go screw nah. it. Yeah. I'm not going any further. It would be like you running a marathon on stilts. <laughs> True. Well, if you have the way the way a, to- a horse's leg is. It's essentially running on this bit, and those no, tippy toes. Yeah, was what and, and Andrew only, uh, simulated there. And the only thing that's uh, keeping blood running through those limbs is that uh, frog at the bottom of their foot getting squashed every time they step, pumping the blood back up. And I imagine, like all of these things, that the system starts to break down or gets damaged, and you know, like if you're walking without haste. Without you can see where your feet are going. And like walking on Lego, just to bring an idea back, you know, it's dark, the horse is uh, walking along the path and it steps on a Lego. <laughs> you go, oh, Lego, and it puts it, you know, pulls its foot back. But if it's speeding along, even in an endurance thing, yeah. it hits something and go crunch, crunch, crunch. Uh, so, so this has been going since yeah. 1980. It's, uh, How many horses have died? It took, t- <laughs> not, 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 it took 24 years for the first human to first win. Yep. After they um, it. doubled it. Well, they, had to, the they had to change the course a little bit to make it more fairer. So 24 years and then they, um, another three years to the second win and then it took another 15 years from this, that second win to the third win. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that answers the question that horses run faster than humans. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I think so the, the winner this year said, he called his partner and said, I beat the horse. And she said, you're joking. Okay. No, I'm not. This is oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, or at least a centaur. Yeah. <laughs>
All right, this has been episode uh, 318 of It's Not Rock Surgery. Uh, Tony, thank you. Thank you. Andrew, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, everyone out there listening, thank you. Uh, now or in the in, in the future in the podcast form. Um, this this is uh, 318. Uh, in, in the can. can. In the can. Let me hit this button there. Bang. 30 seconds. Ignition sequence start. Here we got a roll program. It's not rocket surgery. The latest in science, technology, and geek culture. Astronauts report it feels good. Sunday nights from 10.30. Broadcast and streaming live. Podcast at all the usual podcast places. Follow and like us on Facebook. And on Twitter at RCKTSRGRY. Uh, Houston, we've had a problem. Computers now have primary control of critical vehicle functions. The ankle has landed. Hello again, I'm Keith Gala, host of That Was Great, Wasn't It? The show returns this July to celebrate summer and America the best way we know how, with monster trucks. Join me and Chris Green as we work our way through the 1985 Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines. We'll recount the tale of Yank Justice and friends as they drive monster trucks cross-country, trying to stop an elderly billionaire from finding the fountain of youth. It's action, excitement, and more. And most importantly, when the month is over, we'll answer that age-old question, that was great, wasn't it? Series starts July 4th. Find it where you find your podcasts. Sponsored by Fish and Chips, the number one brand of fish-flavored potato chips. This is a vast, a podcast in which I, Paul Chomo, talk about the golden age of piracy and answer questions like, how did pirates actually talk? Is that pirate video game any good? What even is a poop deck? Do pirate TV shows and movies get anything right? Spoiler alert. Not really, but the truth is far more interesting. The Avast podcast is about pirate history, pop culture, trivia, comedy, and maybe even a little sprinkling of true crime once in a while. Subscribe to Avast wherever you get podcasts, and remember, you have the buckles, darn it. Don't be afraid to swash them. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.